0: Check it out right now at GitLatka.com. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Sergey Bersuk and I'm CTO and co-founder of PandaDoc. And today we're gonna to be talking about how we are doing this uh, continuous delivery of the product. My talk is gonna be slightly different from the business talks because I'm gonna be talking more about the production side, that's what I do. And I manage product and engineering, so that's why sometimes I have arguments with myself. Uh, yeah, but, so, 800 product updates. You might call BS, but I checked today, like, how many did we do today? 24 so far. they is still going. And uh, so, that's all the updates we're delivering to production, which our customers can, can already use. The question is, why would you care about this? And so, let's take a look at the product lifecycle. And my assumption here in Hunch that, many of you founders, and even ourselves, uh, we are playing in these two first stages, introduction and growth, right? What's important in those two stages is that so we need to learn a lot and iterate to, in the first stage to find this product market fit, to test ideas, to validate things. And with the growth stage, so we need to close this gap really quickly to deliver the value to the customers and actually get this uh, the leader position on the market. right? What do we do to do this is we're going through this continuous learning cycle. right? So we have a hypothesis, so we do something, we we'll launch this, we test and validate, we measure, then we iterate and change. The speed of this continuous learning cycle depends on the speed of the slowest link in the cycle. And uh, the problem, sometimes problems, they're in the different stages, but most of the problems you see, they lie between the implementation and review. And the reason why that, so your idea in initiative, it's not just only one in your company. And when you're ready to push this out to go and test and validate, so what you face is tons of things is happening in the product, and you need to integrate this in the code, and you need to merge, you need to talk to all the um, developers, product managers, make sure that it's all integrated. But then, you also need to see together, package the whole thing, deliver this to production, and so you need to go through the testing, you need to go through the deployment, and all this stuff, right? What it does, essentially, it actually slows down this learning cycle. Because you don't know if it's gonna stick or not, and you need to iterate, and you need to do this quickly. So that's why people came up with this concept of continuous integration and continuous delivery. And uh, it's also known as CICD. You've probably heard about this, right? And in many, many cases, people actually talk about more of engineering side of the story. But there are other sides of the story. And we'll sprint through engineering side really, really quickly just to explain how it works. And we'll focus more on the product and other sides. So with the engineering, the way how it works is the whole concept is, so this is courtesy of GitLab and how they explain continuous integration, and continuous delivery, that so when we start working on something, so we just create a branch and we're continuously de- delivering those little updates uh, to the master branch, which is the latest version of the application. But when you do this, it goes through the pipeline and it automatically tests and um, do all the steps needed in order to integrate it. So you make sure that it's not going to break anything, it's not going to cause any issues, et cetera, et cetera. And what I mean by this is those steps in pipeline, it's a testing, automated testing, end-to-end test, security, packaging, linters, code style, and all of that stuff. And uh, the next stage is the continuous deployment. So what is that? It's like you need to package also your app in order to deliver to production, containers, libraries, uh, updates, whatever, whatever you need to do this, also automatically. So what it helps you to it helps you to eliminate this bottleneck on the engineering side to launch this really quickly and accelerate the cycle. Um, this is a real life example of Pandadoc, one of the pipelines, one of the services. So what we you do? We automate all the steps, um, security, end-to-end tests, packaging, linters, code styles, and everything. So when you do this and when you merge, like it goes through this uh, pipeline and you're kind of sure that it's not gonna break anything. So Couple things what we learned so far, and if I would give just one advice to you guys, uh, if you're interested, start doing this as early as possible because it is much easier to do this in the very beginning than later apply to to everything. Because if you have like 200 services and you need to apply this to all the microservice and all this other, just such a big project um, to, to take that, sometimes people are hesitant even to start. And a couple other things, but the modular architecture, loosely coupled system will definitely help because it will, again, um, decouple the whole thing and you can independently uh, launch and update things uh, in the app. Now let's move into the product side of the story. And the, the product side of the story sometimes is overlooked because, I mean, engineering will figure this out and they're gonna be launching this, but um, it's actually even, I think, more important than on the engineering side. Very, very high level, those are type of updates you are producing um, in your probably day-to-day jobs. So to update the product, so you're fixing some bugs, so you're doing some technical speed improvements, you're doing some UX improvements, you're launching some features and all these things. So the first two is like, you probably deliver to the customers as soon as possible because you want to, you know, score this bug and move on, right? The latter two, they are more complex because sometimes you don't know what you're doing and you need to test. And again, that's where you apply this continuous learning cycle. That's what we learn, right? So the product manager is, um, have a hypothesis, so we're gonna test this, we're gonna launch this, we're gonna measure and how it's gonna affect everything. What I find very often in the mindset, we're constantly thinking about the end stage, right? Controversial image, I know and this is from Agile World, but I think it's actually a good representation the way how you might think about this is like when you think about the feature, you're thinking about this end stage, and you can do continuous integration, continuous delivery all day long, but if in the middle of this process your customers can't use it, you're not learning anything. If you're waiting like you're doing continuous delivery every day and update, but the customers can't use it for the next three months, It doesn't help you to learn, right? And uh, so the mindset should be changed in order to switch to this you know, learn by iterating approach. And sometimes it's a little bit hard because sometimes when you do an iteration and then you need to take two steps back, remove something, rework something, this waste does create this, you know, like tensions. Oh, I don't wanna do this. But sometimes it's needed. So, and I think it's a... uh, mindset shift should, should happen like on the product management side. Now imagine everything is working great, so you are developers delivering this code continuously, you are product managers are thinking about this in iterations, like slicing and dicing this correctly, and so you have this amazing update. Uh, and it went live through the continuous uh, delivery. Do you wanna show this skate to 100,000 customers altogether? Probably not, right? So you're not ready for prime time. So you need to test this thing first with a very, very limited subset of the customers to maybe get their feedback, maybe iterate. When you're ready for prime time, then have your prime time. And in order to manage this scale, people came up with the idea of the feature flag. So what is feature flag? Feature flag is basically a toggle which tells you this, if this thing update, change, feature, UX update is visible to a particular customer. And in order to manage this on scale, not in the code, um, there are different systems which allows you to do this and define those feature flags and independently manage them from the code. So when you write your feature, you wrap this in a feature flag and there is a system. So this is split I.O. uh, real system. And you can use it to manage those tags and gradually roll out the features to your customers when you need it like to learn, to get the feedback, to see behavioral metrics and all this stuff. So the PandaDoc, we probably right now have roughly 300 feature flags, like uh, in the different stages. Some of them, they're rolled out completely. Some of them, they're like still, maybe like 1%, 2%. But this is how it works. And the product managers can actually do this uh changes independently from the system. They don't need to release anything so it's independent. And if something goes wrong, they also can go down to zero and nobody will see this. Uh, our strategy, about the audience and the rollout strategy is kind of like very, very slow. In the very beginning, so we take this only internally, we test this, so we have teams who are using Pandadoc every day so they can give feedback. And uh, we're gradually rolling out this to other users So we like to work with the customers we know and we trust. So it's a CAP, customer advisory board, some early adopters, uh, some recruited users who might be interested in in this feature. But then we are ready for prime time, so we start testing on a little bit bigger audience. And the tendency is, and the strategy we like to use is like lower risk to higher risk, because you probably have also diversity of the customers in the very beginning, so you might go with the, maybe, I don't know, like a free product customers or something and then switch to more uh, bigger customers, more value customers, and all this stuff. And uh, following the well-known is early access, alpha, beta, and then general availability. Now, how do we recruit those early adapters? You'll be surprised, but actually people like to try new things. <laughs> especially if they're excited about those new things. And the way how we do this is there are multiple places where you can grab them. First is the community boards. So we use user voice or some other things, doesn't matter, where we collect the feedback from the customers. And if we see, um, I don't know, like a particular feature and we start working on them, we have a list of the customers we can contact. And if we have the first version ready or something, or even to talk to them, so we can, we can invite them and try Uh, Customer advisory board, uh, which we have also uh, support, surprisingly, is a good source, because people are asking about something. Hey, do you have this and that? You might have, but it might not be released to all the customers yet, and you can enable to get the feedback, and other things. So, now you launch this. like You're continuously delivering all the stuff. In order to Complete the cycle. What you need to do is also you need to measure. Because if you want measure, you can improve. You don't know what to do next. You can assume. But in reality, you don't know. So our strategy how we do this, obviously, um, different depending on the stage. And in the very, very beginning, so when we launched this, when it's kind of like a very early stage of the feature or like a change, so we try to do this a little bit hacky, more like a behavioral and uh, usage Type of thing, so we use amplitude, and amplitude is um, the analytical platform where you can apply on top, so the product managers can do this and understand, oh, people even interact with this or not, right? And uh, when it's a more mature stage of the feature, so we try to apply more structured approach. So we have a TARS dashboards for the feature. So we move this into uh, tableau and our own um, uh, kind of the analytical platform to have a deeper look, especially if the feature affects the revenue. And obviously, um, qualitative feedback. It is very important, especially in the very beginning, because sometimes there's uh, behavioral things in the usage, they don't show anything. Because if they don't use, you will not see anything in the analytics And so you need to talk to users as well. It would be end of the story. And your developers would deliver this to customers. Your product managers would iterate and find this, you know, ideal uh, feature for the customers and tune this for the customer. But life is not that easy, and uh, the life is not easy because when you hit scale and when you had 40 teams working on the different things in the different parts of the application, launching this to the users and 300 feature tags, what it creates it creates a big mess which you put on your customers. They see this, this is new, this changed, this has changed, you know, like in word testing and and validating. That's probably not what you want to do, right? (laughs) Because you want to satisfy your customers, and that's why you're actually learning what to do. So, therefore, um, you need a layer of policing what you do. And the way how we handle this at PandaDoc is with the product marketing and, and the package product launches. So... What is product launch? So think about this as a story and, you know, like a topic you are working on. Can be improvement, can be speed improvements, can be a feature, can be uh, something you decided to improve in the uh, customer pain points, some other things, right? And so what the product marketing does is it creates a story, and you start packaging those, like, dispersed features across the system you are testing into something more tangible and connected as well and uh, which is enabled with the proper launch, blog post, pictures, and also all other teams are enabled as well, sales, customer success, support, because sometimes we overlook the thing. And so we launch this and that, feature flag to 100%, it's done, but it's not. And the teams don't know about this, they can sell it, they don't know like, how it works and all those things. So this is very important to kind of like, close the loop and capitalize on what you've been working on because you invested a lot of resources. And so that's what we do when we package them, and that's where you might see, I don't know, like a blog post with an announcement of some module, I don't know, application or improvements in the speed and stability. Um, that's, that's a product launch. To summarize all the things, engineers are continuously working on this and continuously integrating the code. So it's a low risk. We don't create those bottlenecks. In the integration step and in the delivery step, everything is rolling out continuously. The product managers, they are using feature flag testing this, sometimes kill things, sometimes uh, finalize and uh, polish, and the product marketing is packaging them into something presentable to the users to capitalize on your investment. And that's how we do this at Panadoc.